You're listening to Free in Christ Radio, where we get into conversations about the Christian faith, the Word of God, current events, sports, and everything else in between from a Christian's perspective. This is your host, Brother Darwin, and thank you for joining us. Welcome, everybody. This is Darwin at Free in Christ Radio, and I have a guest here named Ricky. Ricky, say hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. All right. God bless everybody. Amen. Amen. Ricky is a friend from church. He's a brother in Christ. And uh, a lot of times we get into conversations about certain topics. Certain t- Sometimes it's deep conversation. Other times it's just random stuff. So I figured I'd just add him to one of the episodes. All right. Like it's- like uh it's gonna be today random exactly exactly <laughs> unplanned and usually these kind of situations are the best ones because uh when we just go free floating or uh when we just go free off the top of our heads the best conversations come out always all right but welcome ricky to the show thank you thank you for having me. we we're just talking to rick i was just talking to ricky earlier and uh came to find out that he also was planning on starting a podcast and it's funny that uh <laughs> Once we started talking about it, I said, hold on, let me put on my equipment together and uh, <laughs> let's record this episode. And all of a sudden, here we are getting getting into this. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And to be honest, Ricky, I can't wait till we get everybody else involved because uh, I know we're going to have a, a great time. Oh, yes, we are, man. Now, in in this channel, Ricky, what I do is... On certain areas, there'll be a time of prayer, there'll be a time of Bible reading, and then then there'll be somewhat like a talk show where we just chat. It could be about anything. It doesn't matter what it is, good or bad. Just my main goal in this channel is to let people out there know that even though we're Christians, we're normal people too. We know? are. We are. People sometimes, they don't, they think we are different and we not. Exactly. We are not different. We all the same. We all go through the same problems sometimes. And but we got something that is different. That we got Christ. Amen. If we got Christ, Christ could help you and to go deal with the stuff easier than not having Christ in your life. Amen. And that's the best. Amen. It's almost uh in the Christian perspective. <clears throat> when you look at it through the eyes of a Christian, you know, when you when you notice you're going through some hard times, a lot of people get depressed. You know, people who are, you know, not believers or not Christians, they get depressed and they they always ask themselves, why me? And they go through all this stuff trying to figure it out. But in our perspective, we see it as the enemy's trying to bring us down. You know, we got God on our side. No matter how hard it gets, we will always praise God. You know, we know we have God in our side. And it lifts up our spirit to, to keep it's fighting. Seasons. Different seasons. Different seasons, different storms that we get. That's right. But he's there to help us out and to come to the other side clean. Amen. Amen. That's why that Bible verse that says we can do all things in Christ who strengthens Christ. us. Yes. And uh, we definitely take that seriously. And it's not until we hit that finish line on the other side that we oh. realize, you know, wow. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> if it wasn't for but that you. Doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have another problem later on. Of course. You know? Of course. We always got to 
how you know our eyes open and always thanking God for everything. Amen. You know, we went through this, we on the other side good, and and still we're doing good. We still gotta thank them. That's right. And always say thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Through the good and the bad. And the bad, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes people forget. Yeah. Even us, we forget sometimes. We're doing so good that we forgot. You know, who took us out of that that play that we was and we didn't say thank you. That's right. That's right. A lot of times when things are going bad or, or good, when I'm saying mm-hmm. thank you to God, the the main, the real main reason that I say thank you is because I know that no matter what I'm going through in life, good or bad, at the end of this life, heaven awaits. You know, and it was and it was because of God that heaven is there. You know what I mean? Yep. Because, you know, it's like that thing we go through when uh, not that we go through. But when I see Joe Osteen on TV talking about that, God wants you to live your best life now and he wants you to live life abundantly. You know, and you realize that that's a a huge lie, because in the Bible, it says you're going to go through some tribulations. You're going to go through some problems. But always rejoice no matter what, because at the end, God will be there waiting for us. He'll be there with you. It's like, you know, I'm going to talk about myself. I'm going through some stuff also. I'm going through a season that is kind of hard, you know, financially. Um, Supposedly, that that was put into my head that I got depression. But it's a lie. It's all a lie because God don't put that stuff in your head. God put glory and happiness and Amen. to keep going with life. Amen. And all that all we got to do, all the answers, is on the Bible. And we just go to the Bible and, hey, God, I'm going through this stuff right now. But I know it's an answer here. Let me read it. Show me the answer. Amen. And he will. He will. He will. And- it's, like, it's like this. I call you to say hi to you. And, and look. Look what we are right now. <laughs> Making a podcast right now. We're, we're, you know? we're cheered up. We're cheered up. <laughs> we're ready <Yeah>. to rock. <laughs> and, you know, out of, out, of, out of the blue. Out Definitely. of the blue, you know. Definitely out of the blue. And I think so this, this will is... be the best, the best thing. The best thing. Let me ask yeah. you something. Re, oh my God! Re, is, no, no, no! It's 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 regarding what's going on right now. Yes. What is your thought about this whole coronavirus thing that's going on? Oh my God! This thing right now is it's kind of hard. It, it worries you, mm-hmm. but we can see it is in the Bible. We're getting to those days already. Jesus is coming soon. Mm-hmm. All this stuff we're gonna see. It. We're going to see even more stuff going on, you know. But if we have faith in God and believe in God and trust in God, I don't think this stuff could touch us. You know, it could just go through through us. Mm-hmm. We just got to believe in God. So this stuff can doesn't affect us, you know. Mm-hmm. But we have to take precautions. Of course. We have to take precautions, you know. God is always there for us. But he also said, you know, take precautions. Of course. I mean, you're not going to sit there and try to test God and say, hey, you know, yeah. I'm going to go out there and expose myself. and Expose myself to get it. No, you know? no, no, no. I mean, we, we do got to take that. precautions. Because uh, the reason I ask is because I noticed that uh, 
I mean, as of now, they state that in the United States, we had 100 cases. It's probably more than that by now. It's one here in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's close to us, right here in Fort Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy's on... He's on um, Hackensack University uh, Hospital, I think. Yeah, he, he worked he's in New treated. York. I think he worked in New York and lived in Fort Lee, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, he lived in Fort Lee. I saw it on Another the Another thing page. is, you know, uh, I work doing Uber. Yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah, you got to be and careful. I wor- it worries me, you know, like, the, what was it, a Monday or Tuesday that I came out to work? Mm-hmm. I grabbed, I have a big... <laughs> I have a big bottle of Lysol in the house. So I grabbed it with me and I took it on my car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it worries, but you just got to trust in God. That's trust true. Trust in God, you know. Do the stuff that they say, you know, clean your hands. Don't put your hands around your mouth. They're not clean. That's right. You know, use hand sanitizers. You got to make sure, you know, as an Uber driver, you got to leave. I mean, this is what I would recommend. I would recommend that you leave the window a little open oh yeah because you don't want any kind of germs or bacteria or viruses just lingering around inside the uh in the car especially if somebody goes in there coughing (laughs) (laughs) you want that thing to air out i mean i know don't get in (laughs) (laughs) hold on hold on here wear this plastic suit give me a second no i can't do that (laughs) can't do that because if i tell them not to get in no then that person god could use me to minister that person you know the feeling that you get, how happy that you get when you minister somebody. Yeah. They out of the blue, you didn't know you was gonna miss minister you that didn't person. Know that, yeah. It's so beautiful, man. Yeah. And yeah. It, it brings your light up, you know. Cause remember, God said that we had light. That's right. You know, we're the light of the world. So, and He sent us to do a job. We have to do that job. That's right. We have to do it, no matter what. That's... You can't be lazy, you know. If God said, go out there proclaim my word you know evangelize people you know why we can do that why have we have to be lazy why we have to only do it in four walls that's right he tell us to go out there go outside not inside that's right because inside nobody's getting sick inside because we're receiving the good medicine we have to go out there and bring that medicine to the people that is outside that's right that is hurting that is going through the depression that is going through the attic you know well we're supposed to be fishers of men oh man yep like how are you going to be fishing inside a building that already has the fishes in it yep how you going to be fishing in a fish tank (laughs) (laughs) good point i was just about to say that you just got you just got to feed them in the fish tank you know you just got to go out there to the sea and good point good point that's right you're not going to go fishing in the fish tank you you feed them in the fish tank you already feed them because you already got them yeah brought them in wow good point man that's that's a nice one (laughs) (laughs) it is man that's you know this is what you have to do you know you said it right there in the bible hey go out there be testimony on my word you know spread it out go through everywhere while we can't do that you know and sometimes we have to start with our own community. We have to start where we live. That's right. Our family, you know. In our house. It starts at the house. At the house and then come outside little by little. Don't say, don't come and be like, oh, yeah, I want to go preach, but I want to go preach on on Brazil. 
or in Honduras, you know, I want to go out there. Hey, let's start over here first. You know, we have we have a lot of problems here. So let's try to start here first and then go out there. That's right. Where God take us. Because he's the only one who can do that. Not us. Not me, not you. Not, within, not, not in our choice. In other words, uh, no. he will guide the way. We just got to do the job. Yep, like this right now. I'm telling you, like this. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't by choice. It wasn't something that it was planned or nothing. It was just, hey, you know, I, I'm starting a podcast. Oh, I want to start one too. And you was like, oh, let's plug in. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, it is good, man. It's good we talking about the word. It's good we talking about God and letting people know how good it is, how how much love he got for everybody. You know. Because he could lead the 99 to go get that one that is lost. That's right. You know. That's right. So beautiful. He's willing to leave the 99 to go go after the one that was lost. To that one, to that one, they, they say that it's, that it's nothing, that they said that it's, oh, that's a garbage bag, you know, he's, uh, you know, he, he's nobody. He's a disgrace for the family, you know. No, he go and get that person, because of that person, the whole family going to see the difference on that person, and they're going to see the glory of God on that person, Amen. and they're going to be a change in everybody. After they see that person that they said that it was, the value was zero. It was nothing. But for God, the value of that person for God is, oh my God. It's greater. It's so much than a million dollars. <laughs> it's oh. greater. Definitely greater. Sometimes, you know, a lot of people want to, how can I say? They, they want to understand the way God loves us. And it's... Humanly, humanly, it's impossible to it's understand that impossible. level. To understand that yeah. level of love is uh, it's impossible. It is impossible because we don't, we really don't know. There's so much stuff going on. You know, um, sometimes people die, and then if you're in Christ, you'll be like, why? You know, why they die? You start asking him why. You can't ask him why. He had a choice. God had a choice on him. He had a purpose on him. He had to take him with him because he wanted to be with him already. So we can ask God for we can be asking God for stuff that he had in our life. Just gotta let it be and let him work. You know? You gotta let him work. And just wait. You just have to wait on him. You cannot do nothing. We cannot go and say, oh, yes, I want this to be done right now. Mm -hmm. Nah. It's not going to happen. Another thing that I've been listening to it and I've been hearing, mm -hmm. that God been putting it on my head lately, you know, right now, I'm kind of going through stuff. Okay. But he be putting me all these verse, and I've been listening to preachers and stuff on the radio. He talking to me about... Remember was Sal, the, the King Sal? Yeah. When he went and he put God to the side, he went to fight that battle and God told him to, you know, you got to kill everything. And he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. I think he saved some. Yeah. He saved some animals and stuff like that. 
and then they keep going to battles with the Philistines, I think it was. Yeah. And his kid died, you know, his son died. Oh, at the, that war. It, it was before, what was his name? Was it Jonathan? What I was think it was Nathan. John, yeah. I think he had like a son that. that was real close friends with David, with King, King yeah, David. And he died. Mm -hmm. But why he died? Because his father was putting God to the stop. Yeah. You know, he wasn't following God. He went to uh, one of those witch tellers, whatever they call it. I forgot the name. The of mediums. That. In the King yeah. James Bible, they call them the mediums. To, to wake to up Saul. To wake up Samuel. Yeah. yeah. So God could talk to him through it. Hey, yeah. why? You know, yeah. you already have a prophet that is telling you what to do. God sent a prophet to you. And, you know, those stuff, those kind of stuff is, you know, it's hitting me a little bit because, like, Oh my God, I, I'm putting, I think I'm putting God to the side. My family could get hurt. You know, I don't want my family to get hurt because of my, you know, of me being disrespecting God, you know, me being, putting God to the side, not doing the stuff that he told me to do. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to be rebellious towards the Lord. Yeah, because, you know, you're going to be suffering later on, something happened to your kids. That you're not putting God to help you with it. You know, you're not putting your kids in God's hands. You you doing it on your own. Mm -hmm. you know, man, God is everything, man. He's been so kind to me, so good to me. Praise God. Even some even 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 on the dark moments, you know, he's there. Without me without me knowing he's there protecting me, watching over me. So it's a purpose in everybody. That's right. We just have to go and work for it and see what it is. Yep. We have to ask the Lord. We have to yeah, we have to ask the Tell Lord him, what's you know. what's our purpose? What does he want us to do? Where does he want us to be? Where he wants us to go. I remember I remember when at one time I was listening to the audio Bible years ago and I remember I don't know if it was King David or it was somebody else. But they were going, it was a group going to war and the, the king or the leader before making any decision, he would always turn to God and ask, what should I do? Should I stay? Should I go? And God would say, go. And then when, again, something else is going on and he'll stop and ask God, I what should that. I do? Should I stay? Should I go? And God would say, stay. And they would stay. And I remember hearing David, that in David. the audio. I think that was for David. It was David. And I remember. I think so. And I remember how everything was working out perfectly, as yeah, long as he was following every step every the Lord was giving him. Yep. It, That's what you gotta do. You gotta follow every single thing that he told you to do. Like, you know, you do it. You can. You cannot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Always coming to the Lord first, because they would first. come to him and say, "What should we do?" And he would say, "Hold on. Let me ask the Lord. Let me seek the Lord for an answer." Hey. Give me a minute. Yeah. Let me get on my knees. Yeah. Let me pray until he talked to me. Yeah. Don't give him the microwave prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. In two, two seconds. Oh, five minutes. Five seconds. <laughs> yeah, it could be warm, but it's not It's not hot. <laughs> yeah, it's man. It's not fully cooked. Nah, no, nah. You can't give him that microwave. You got to give him the old stove oven where you got to preheat oh. it for 10 minutes first before you can even get started. Yeah, and it better be 350 degrees. Oh my god, probably 400. Probably 400. <laughs> and then let it bake for about 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, 
always, always, it's good to always do, always um, worship him. That's right. Always put a song, you know, song, worship some, you know, get into the move, you know? Yeah. Set the, 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 you know, set the spirit, you know, get into that move and then go out there and pray, you know, have that relationship with him. You know, we're not talking about prayer. They say, you know, those type of prayer that you're reading. No, no, no. A prayer comes from your heart. That's right. A prayer that comes from your heart because right now, when you do the prayer that you go in your knees to pray to God, you you're not doing a prayer. You're not you talking to him. You communicating to him. That's right. You're having a conversation. A conversation like it's a, right now, like in me and you, we having one-on-one conversation. You know, in your private moments, you That's know, right. That's and right. he will talk to you. He will. He will. He answers. If you don't talk to him right there in that moment when you pray, but he will. He always does. Yep. He always talks to you, man. It could be through a song. It could be through somebody talking. It could be even through a sign that you in the street right, driving around and you see this sign says a writing something on the sign is writing. You'll be like, oh, my God. You know, and what you do is thank you, God, for answering. Amen. Thank you. Like I said, like me, I want to do this podcast so bad, man. And I've been looking everywhere how to do it, asking people. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, like this, like that. But you see, God put you in my, in my way. <laughs> God <laughs> told me to call you. Uh, for what? We don't know. Call him. Okay. And look. You already set up with this. Hey. Yeah, could be a big help for mine also, for mine too. Get a little experience. It's it's not bad. It's it's hard it's to wonderful. get it started. It's hard to get started, but uh, the important thing is that you you get started. You know what I mean? Yes. You get started. You might not get any listeners in the beginning, but regardless, the the word will be there for 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 everyone to to listen. You know, everyone to hear. You, there has to be there's always going to be somebody out there looking for some kind of word some kind of encouragement or just something an understanding something. or something exactly you know and something. that's the reason why this you know why uh and, and this this for me is like a passion because i want to bring it out there you know i want to bring it to people i want to tell people how good it is it's so much a passion you know that i want to do this for christ you know, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for Christ because he tells us to do it. You know? And it's so beautiful when you get that joy. You know, it lifts you up and everything. It's great. It is great. God is great. Amen. All the time. Amen. All the time, bro. Yeah. I'm your guest. What else you got for me? <laughs> what else you got for me? I'm your guest. You got you put me on blast. I'm this sitting here the, thinking like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm behaving as time. if I'm behaving as if we're on a telephone. Like we're just talking yeah. on the phone. I'm forgetting. <laughs> I gotta keep this show rolling. <laughs> yeah, you the host. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's still you something know, I'm I, trying to get used to here. Yeah, oh man. But like I said, you know, my, my main thing is to let people know that we're normal human beings. You know what I mean? We go through our struggles. We go we go through our days. You know, we, yeah. we go to work. So I don't want people to think that there's a misconception that uh, 
people get that as Christians, we're supposed to have this beautiful life and everything is great. And, you know, no, you know, just want to let people know. If you go, I think it's on John, I think it is, where he said, if you decide to follow me, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Is where I think Jesus said, uh, yes. people will hate you. People will persecute you. People would turn yeah. you into the authorities because of my name. Because of me, yeah. You know, they would they would kill you but, thinking they're doing the will of God. It, but it's a blessing. It's a blessing doing it. You know? That's right. It's it's a joy that you're gonna have doing it because right now, all this this is nothing what we're getting. The recompense that we're getting later on in life. When we go to heaven. That's right. Oh my God. Man, I want to be out there with my mansion over there. Not here. <laughs> That's right. Over here, I think I got to pay taxes and mortgage. <laughs> over there, I got everything. Yeah, here you got bills to pay. <laughs> I got bills to pay. Over there, I'm, I'm right there with him, you know. Just got to worship him. That's it. That's right. You know. It's so right. good, you know. Well, first and foremost, before anything, we have to repent of our sins. Yes. That's that's the first and foremost. Yes. Before anything, because you don't you don't want to just worship and go out and and you're making no, a no. mess of yourself. You know. Repent. Repent of your sins. And believe the accept gospel. Accept him as your savior. Your Lord and Savior. And he said everything through me. Nobody go to the Father if it's not for me. That's right. Another thing, another thing I always try to mention on the podcast to people is, you know, we don't do good works to earn salvation. No. We do good works as a sign of appreciation for what was done for us on the cross. Yes. We do it to be right in the eyes of God. You know, we 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 do it because there's absolutely nothing we can do to pay back what was done for us. So the least we can do. For that, for that blood that he shared, you know? Exactly. The least so. that we can do is to represent God correctly. Because when people see us and they say, hey, that that's a Christian, that's un cristiano, you know, Ooh. you want to make sure you're not embarrassing or humiliating, you know, you're misrepresenting the Lord. You know what I mean? You got to be, you, you got to be on point. You got to be on point. That's the reason why we do good works. To be pleasing in the eyes of God. To show appreciation. And That's all the eyes we need to have on us. The eyes of God. That's right. No man's eyes. That's man, right. Man created a lot of stuff and look at what we are now. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know. That's what. We got uh, everything all they accept him and everything has to come from god that's right not from the man don't don't make another guy you know another man proud that's don't right make another person proud make god proud make yourself proud too of what you're doing you know i don't know we we keep ourselves humble <laughs> not proud yeah, humble, no 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 you know. let the lord be do do that part we we must yeah. remain humble at all times the reason i say that is because in the bible there's a verse that says the pride comes before the fall as christians you're not supposed to be proud but you're supposed to remain humble at all times no matter what you want the lord to be proud with you no but in the, in the type of way that i'm saying of the proud is 
to make yourself do the stuff for you, not to do it for somebody else. Understood. For you know, do it. If you want to study, go ahead study. You know, all this stuff that we do sometimes to make somebody else proud. For what? Exactly. For what? That's why I stress hard when I say, you know, be pleasing in the eyes of God. And I point, I, you know, I, I push that hard because, you know, people do it to be pleasing in the eyes of men. Oh, man. And that's yeah. not what we're here for. That's not what nah. we're meant to do. You know, the heart of man is deceitful. They can Remember, get, he created us, you know, semejante a él. Yeah, to his own, to his image. To his image, you know, now... He created us to have conversation with us, you know. That's right. To talk with us, you know, and we had given him to the side, you know. We had put him to the side for what? For our ego. Mm -hmm. Ego gets you nowhere, man. For our egos, our desires. <laughs> it gets you nowhere. You know. And it's funny because we we see that over and over in the Bible when. People turn to their own desires and it just leads them to their own destruction. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And and God gives you the free will. God gives you the free will. He doesn't want he robots did. serving him. He wants people to, to serve him in, in spirit and in truth and willingly. But when you read and, he, and you see all the good stuff that he's going to give you, you're like, hey, man, why are you going to serve something that you're going to get destroyed when you could serve something and you're going to be happy? That's right. You know, like I don't get it with people. Why they they say they 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 do those stuff? You know, you know they atheists and stuff like that. And then at the end, at the end of everything, some of these atheists they now are good preachers. You know, yeah, they are the greatest preachers because God showed them that he's a God. You know, you talk about former atheists, the ones that converted yeah. to Christianity. Yeah, people that were atheists and now. They believe in God because when they were looking to say there is no God, God, you know, he presents to them. He's like, hey, I'm here. That's right. You know, what you doing? That's what he did to me. I used to be an atheist. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be, uh, I was a Catholic. Uh, I was oh. back and forth with Catholic and Pentecostal, and then I became an atheist. And it wasn't until I started doing my own research that uh, God opened up my eyes and made me realize that I was believing foolishness. And, uh, and you started doing some research about he doesn't sit. And he was like, I do it. Too, I, I do exist. That's right. <laughs> signatures are everywhere. 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 And yeah. it's just that you get so convinced with all the stuff they teach you in school. You know, I remember being a child and somebody saying, oh, there is no God. And I said, yeah, you know what? Well, that's right. That makes sense. You know, and that's after a few science classes, you know, studying about the Big Bang Theory and everything. And then when I started to do research years later, you know, and just just looking up the history of the Bible itself, how it was put together, that alone had me thinking, wait a minute, well, what is and this? Then, and then people, you're talking to, sometimes you're talking to people and be like, oh, read the Bible, you know, everything's in there. And you're like, oh, the Bible was written by man. It's written by man. man wrote it. Yeah, with God sent them to write it. <laughs> That's right. You know, when you not got, because he wanted to write it. No, God sent them to write it and put it there. It, Important stuff in there for us 
to apply to our life now. It, it's amazing how you have almost what maybe five or six thousand years of history written in one book and it all seems think, like it's been written by just one person I everything everything from the beginning to the end everything bring you to one point that's Jesus. right to Jesus Jesus and thousands of years apart from Genesis all the way to, to Revelation and it all seems like it's written by just it's written by one being because it is that's right it's no explanation it's nothing it is it is you know we got cases you know case or people you know fire they when they start cleaning the fire you know after the fire yeah what they find the bible intact you know no pages are barren or nothing you know those phenomenons where I remember there was one. What was it? Was it a church that burned down and and what survived was a Bible? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And it definitely, you know, for it, it makes me think. You know what I mean? And to it makes me wonder if a, if an atheist would think, or, or a Muslim, or anybody else who don't believe in the Bible. You know, to see a, a building or a temple burned down and <laughs> the one thing the that survives thing is, is the Bible. Bible. And he's like, wait a minute. You know, like, I carry with Bibles now. You know, I've been, been well, I converted myself to Christianity, what, five years ago? Mm-hmm. After my, I had a, you know, I had the motorcycle accident. I was in depression with the lie of the devil. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, after my after my motorcycle accident on 2015, that's when I came to God's hand. Wow. And he told me, you know, I'm going to take you out. And I went down to church because I used to live across the street. And it was like a baggage lift off of my shoulders, you know. Wow. Something came off of my shoulder and I, it felt so good. You know, it felt so good. Wow. And this is great, man. You ever seen the Pilgrim's Progress? Mm-hmm. I think it's in Spanish it's called El El Progreso del Peligrino. Peligrino. I might be pronouncing no. it wrong. My Spanish is not no. too good. You gotta see it because when you mention that, when you you say that you felt the weight, like the bag was taken off your shoulders. It was. It was. I literally felt it. I felt myself like stretching my back and standing up straight you know you, and walking down the aisle to sit down in the chair and listen to the word mm-hmm. you felt so great you know you gotta see After. this movie you definitely gotta see this movie there's a scene of a guy his name is christian and he's walking around with this giant bag that he's dragging around and it's a christian movie and it's about somebody coming to the faith and there's a point where he finally finds the cross, like he finally reaches Jesus, and the bag just drops off his his back. This bag must have been like 300 pounds, and this guy's only like 130 pounds. The bag just falls right off of his back, and he stands up straight. And then out of nowhere, with time, he's given a shield and a sword to fight to defend the faith. But when you mention when you mention that, it it reminds me of the scene of the movie where where the uh bag falls off his back i'll send i'll send it to you on on your phone one day so you can see it when you're home 
yeah pilgrim's like progress it. it's, it's pretty good you'll it, it, it'll probably remind you of a few things because it, it touches point on a person's experience coming to christ it's a real good movie it's like it's like a, a bit fantasy but you you'll get the point yeah you get the point it's pretty good it works out pretty good when i first saw it it almost made me cry because uh there's a point where the the guy's reading the bible and he's getting this vision and his wife is yelling at him that he's going crazy his neighbors are getting at him that he's going crazy <laughs> they're trying to convince him to put the bible away and to forget about it and then he grabs the bible and runs off he leaves everybody behind and he runs <laughs> and he, he finds himself running right to christ like right right to salvation it's, but the thing is the thing is our family that doesn't understand yeah you know we you know we started acting for them we acting different oh yeah you know, we acting like crazy people <laughs> yeah that's always you know, that's that's always well, the experience with everybody you know, when the when, when the spirit of the lord you know the holy spirit gets you and he transforms you it's totally amazing i know that one thing that happened well to me when when the holy spirit changed me i mean the first thing you get is this peace and this this great peace that comes over you but then the next thing that happens is you you realize that you start to love the things that God love and then you hate the things that God hates. Oh, yeah. It's one of the changes that happens. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes at the beginning, you know, you got that first love. <laughs> you got that first love and you're trying to change everybody. You know, you're going <laughs> crazy telling everybody, hey, you got to change, you got to change. Yeah. You know, but it is. I call you I call that a, the zeal, the zeal for the Lord. You know, you got that first love, but you gotta understand that you first have to study, that you have to make sure that you're good to talk outside. You know, don't go <laughs> talk crazy stuff. Then people be like, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. What uh, there's a. Uh... You have to make sure that what you're talking about is is what you understand. Mm -hmm. You can't you cannot run out there and start preaching out of emotions. You have to make sure that what you're what you're preaching or you're talking about is truth and is found in the scriptures. You know, you got these churches like um, what is called Bethel and Hillsong, and the stuff they preach is all emotional stuff that's not even biblical. It's really, really crazy stuff that they go through. And they actually go out and preach to other people about it and get people into their churches with it. But it's definitely not biblical or, or it's emotional. Factual. It's all emotional. When they say they caught the Holy Spirit and they're calling for fire to come down. And I'm like, what are you calling for fire to come down? No, no, I don't think I want fire to come down. <laughs> I don't want to get burned right now. No, <laughs> I don't want fire to come down. You know, and, and then they, they start praying to the angels and that the angels will come down. And I'm like, wait a minute, the angels? You're supposed to pray to God. You're supposed to pray to Jesus, not the angels. You pray you know? to Jesus and then he will send the angels <laughs> to protect you, you know? Yeah, you know, he'll he'll either send, he'll he'll do, of course, he'll do what's, what's right in his eyes. 
he'll either come down or he'll send a, a, a messenger of God or an angel mm -hmm. of the Lord, you know, or he'll come down it himself. Was, it's like um, on the Bible, I think it's on Genesis, I think it is, when they are there in the fight, they're about to have that battle and, and he was like, oh my God, there's more than us, you know? It's more than us. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the guy telling him, nah, the ones that are with us is more, you know? That's right. Open your eyes, you know? Yeah, he asked the Lord. You got to open your eyes. He, he asked the Lord to open open his eyes. You know? And then uh, so he can see. And then when they, they the Lord revealed they, to them that there was a whole army, a whole army, a whole army angels, angels ready to fight with him. You'll be like, okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah, he didn't realize. You know, God is so amazing, man. All the stuff that we that we doing, He still forgive us over the stuff that we did in the past. You know, mm -hmm. it's like He He put him in the in the case and throw him under the water. But don't bring him back up, man. Don't bring your, don't bring the stuff that from the past back up to your life because it's gonna hurt. Mm -hmm. It's gonna hurt if you remember all the stuff that you did in the past for what? You know, all those things that you did in the past. Nah, God forgive you, man. We we you know, we learn from it. We learn from it. God forgive you. And you gotta you gotta you, you also have to learn how to forgive. <laughs> it's not easy. But what Jesus say? If they hit you one cheek put the other ones. That's right. That's right. You know, you put the other one. So they, if they take your cake, give them the whole thing. You know, mercy. God is so mercy, man. Mm -hmm. When it comes to that area, I have a <laughs> difference of opinion when it comes to that. We all have different. You know how we see it. <laughs> you know we go. You know we're like. Oh. I'm not gonna let this guy hit me another shit. Wait, hold on. No, let's put it like this. <laughs> this is the way. If I'm wrong, then I ask for for you or whoever's listening to to let me know if I'm wrong. You know, because I'm open for understanding. I'm open for teaching. I'm not the I'm not a scholar and I'm not a teacher. I'm just a baby in Christ, and it, you know, I'm learning as I, as I go. But when you I are. when I hear that verse, I'm in my mind. I'm thinking. And if I'm like I said, if I'm wrong, correct me. But in my mind, I'm thinking if you're going to go out there and preach the word, be ready for it. It's going to come. Some people will strike you. Some people will get at you. Some people and you have to take it. Now, if I'm not saying that we, we had we when we go on the street, we you know, sometimes they come at us. <laughs> exactly. They have come at us. The, they're going to come at you and you got to be ready to take it. Now, I've seen that. <laughs> but if I'm minding my own business and somebody's trying to attack me or I'm minding my own business and I'm walking with my kids and somebody's trying to attack me or insult my kids or my wife, I'm not preaching at that moment. And uh, my my duty is to feed, shelter and protect my family. Yes, you have to protect your family. You know what I mean? So, because there are Christians out there that will say that no matter what happens, no matter what's going on, you're not to fight back. But if one of the laws is to, you know, provide for your family, <clears throat> well, to provide would be food, shelter, and protection. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I'm not preaching the gospel at that moment. If I'm just minding my own business, going to the store and somebody's trying to attack my family, um, I'm going to fight. I am going to protect my family. But if I'm preaching the gospel, then now I'm doing the work of the Lord. Now I have to abide by the rules, you know, be ready. If you get struck on the left cheek, give them the right. But also remember, every step that we do, we all, even if we're not preaching, we're also doing the, the Lord's job, you know? Of course. Because that person that could come and you try to attack you, you could attack them with the Lord's word, you know? Of course. Of course. Start talking to them about God, you know? Don't start going crazy like yeah i'm gonna kill you no 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 no, no, no. not like that i'm like talking that. about like hey what's your problem it, you know exactly it's like you know it, bring god into it that's right bring god into no, it no definitely definitely i understand that what person you mean. could probably you know his head is probably going through something and probably you know probably minister the guy you know change his mind and he could probably accept god right there and repent all his sins you know that's true that's true Cause a lot of time it's not the person it's it's the demon that's it's, in them it's the enemy trying to attack you trying to take your peace away oh my god oh i'm tired of that fight but <laughs> if we're serving the lord amen. that's what we get amen we have to battle you know we have to keep with that battle that battle yeah. yes sir yes sir you are right Wow, Ricky. Nice. Who who would have thought we'd be here doing this? Only the Lord. <laughs> Only the Lord. Oh man. You know, last last week I went through a situation on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going. Oh my God! The enemy tried to attack me, and sometimes if you put your guard down, hey, he could destroy you. Mm. And Something happened with the with my Uber. They're trying to charge. They were charging me some money they already took out. So I got a situation there. Uh, and also, my bank account was only like $9. I was like, where's my money go? Oh, wow. You know, I got no money for the weekend, you know. I'm here, like, how am I going to work, you know? I need money to put gas. This is not something that... I don't go to a place and stay there. You know, I go everywhere around. Mm. And I was so devastated. I went to the Uber office. I talked over there. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work and see. Well, take that money out again. Whatever. But then the only thing is hitting me about how you going to put gas. You know, like somebody's talking on my ear. Like, how you going to put gas? And I'm getting desperate already. Wow. And call my wife and ask her what happened and I had an argument with her you know I started arguing with her because of the money like what's going on and sometimes you cannot let the money be your God okay if you let the money be your God you go into some craziness and you know it hit me it hit me but then then I realized and I apologized and I was uh, uh, sorry, God, you know. So I, I went home. I went to pick up wifey because, like, we only had $9 in the bank account. How she was going to take an Uber from, from the school to her house. Oh, wow. To the house. So 
I went to pick her up. I come down. I ate something at the house. And I was like, you know, I'm going back to work. Yeah, because you still got to make some money. Going back to go to work, and it's in your hand. The first ride that I get, I get this, this little young girl. She's probably like 20 years old. You could see on her face she was going through some stuff, and I'm going through stuff. Mm-hmm. So we started, I, I was on the phone talking to somebody. So like I already talked, I was talking about the problem. And she listened to it a little bit. So I was like, you know what? Let me tell her my problems. Because you, you tell, sometimes you're talking about a person about your problem. That's the way to start ministering them. So they can understand it. You're just like them. You're a Christian, but you're just like them. You're going through stuff like, you, like we're talking right now, you know? Mm-hmm. We Christian, but we go through stuff. We do. We go through a hard stuff. We do. And I just ministered this young girl, and she shared a tear and everything. She's like, yeah, I'm going through this also. And, you know, something good after I finished talking with her, and I told her to accept God, to accept Jesus as her Savior, and repent. And I remember her, the God lover, the Jesus lover, but she's a child of God, no matter what. You know, to go and do what you want to do, mm-hmm. to not let nobody stop you from what, what you want to do. Go ahead, she want to study, she want to go back to college and study and stuff. But she said she was going to do it. Uh, I know what she work, I'm going to see if I pass by and talk to her again. But, I'm going through my hard day already. But what I want to say is that I was going through my hard day. Mm-hmm. And after I did that, it was so much joy on me. Wow. Because I did that the God sent me to do, you know? Good. Like, I was put in a situation that I could help somebody's situation. And he lifted my joy up, you know? My anger went away. I was feeling happy because it, it felt good helping somebody. Praise God. It felt so good helping somebody. And what I did was, thank you, God. I'm sorry for thinking this way. I'm sorry for doing what I did, you know, to argue with my wife. And it was a great night, man. <laughs> I'm, I, I did good money, you know. And the Uber thing got cleared out. So <laughs> everything just... Everything was for a purpose. Everything was for a purpose, man. And the thing was that I went through the whole weekend with the $9 in my bank account and I put gas on Friday and I used the gas on Friday and I went, I did like a hundred and something miles that day. Plus on Saturday, I went to work also and I did like a hundred and plus something miles, you know, and I still had gas until Tuesday that I got paid for my, for my money. You know, I got my money on Tuesday. Wow. So God is amazing, man. Amen. You know, he put me in a situation to help somebody's situation. And then he was like, he provide. That's it. He provide. It was like that time that when we went to preach on Penn Station, remember about the hot chocolate? Never finished. That's right. We thought we were running out and uh, <laughs> it, and it kept pouring and pouring and pouring. <laughs> and we were like, oh, we thought we only had enough for one more cup. And we, we served like another 15 cups. Yeah, 
man. I remember that. When you're doing the work of the Lord, man, He provides. He will provide, man. He will provide. He will provide. Man, it's a, it's amazing how He does it. It's it's amazing. Without us thinking about it, He e provides. Exactly. It. When you least expect it. When you least expect it, you're not even thinking about it, and there it is. Yeah. Then you stop and, and and recollect for a moment, and you realize, holy smokes! Like, hey, wow, <laughs> what just happened here? You know what you gotta do is thank you. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You, know. you thank the Lord, thank the Lord, and praise Him without ceasing. Also. Also, remember, put your kids to read. You know, read to your kids about the Lord. You know, show them the way of the Lord. That so is they, true. they could be in the Lord also. Man. And it's so good, you know. I admire you with the things that you do with your kids. You know, you show them the way, you know. And, you know, I started doing the same thing. I'm going to take a day and go to the library and grab a book and read with them. But not any type of book. It will be a religious book, you know? I got you know you. A book they talk about God. Oh. And I just go and get uh, one of whatever book talking about stuff that we're not supposed to tell our kids. Well, before anything, before you continue, you know, all, all honor and glory to God. But uh, I will admit to you, you know, it's tough. I, I, you know, I don't always have my kids reading the scriptures. It's rough. Uh, my, you know, when they were smaller, it was easier. <laughs> now that they're now getting they're... older, is you know, technology is, is making it difficult now. You know, it, but still, you know, you showed them that way. You know, I tr I try my best. I try yeah. my best. I can't. You know, that's what we have to do. When Just you try. when you said that you admire, you know, I, I got scared. I'm like, no, 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 don't <laughs> don't admire anything from me, man. I'm I'm a disaster. <laughs> you know, hey, from disaster, sometimes you shine, man. <laughs> God, remember. God take that disaster and make it shine. That, that's true. That's true. Make it shine. <laughs> but you know, make it shine. You know, all, all honor and, and glory to the Lord. To God, yep. You know, it's it's scary sometimes. You know, like there there's people that that I'll run into and they'll, they'll turn around and say, "Oh yeah, you know, you're a good guy. You're a good guy." Like, no, 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 no. I'm not good. I'm a mess. You know, I'm I'm a disaster. I'm still human. I'm still in this flesh. At any moment, I could mess up and slip and screw it up. You know, every day I I walk day by day. You know, with with fear of God, because the devil. You know, he knows he knows my weaknesses. You know, and it's a battle every day. It's a battle, and you know I know I have the Lord with me. But I am in the flesh, and I can never sit down and shake my head and say, you know. Hey, I'm good. You know, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh when, my God. I'm throwing my seat back and putting my legs up, and that's it. <laughs> I'm with the Lord. 
I don't need to do nothing else. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm good now. I'm good now. Yeah, right. It's a battle. It's a battle every day. You know. Stop. stop. You know, you got to say, stop believing the level. The, the devil. Lie, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, you know. It's tough. It's tough, but I thank God to, that you know He gives us the strength to to keep moving forward. Well, yeah. the, there's a verse in the Bible that says, "What God only, um, no matter how bad." I'm paraphrasing. It says something in regards that no matter how bad the sin, God always has a way out. He provides a way out, and it's for us. It's up to us to take that way out. And I think He also said. All the sins are the same for him. It's not a bigger sin. It's not a li little sin. Sin From is the sin. little to the big, it's, it is a sin. No, no, no. There, there are bigger and lesser sins. It's just that regardless, it's still sin. Because there's a sin called the, uh, what is it? The unforgivable sin is to blaspheme the, the Holy oh, Spirit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So there yeah. are different levels of sin. It's just that regardless, sin is a sin. Mm-hmm. You know, from the little white lie to to murder, a sin is a sin. It is a sin. You know what I mean? Don't tell your kids to lie. Hey, you know, they, if they come to get me, tell them I'm not here. And you're in the <laughs> other room. And you're in the other room and you got your kids lying for you. Come no, on, man. sir. I told my, I, it's funny you say that. My son, my son and I was having a conversation, and he said, "What would happen if I was to break the law?" I looked at him. I said, "I'll turn you to the police." <laughs> he goes, "What? Yep. You would do that?" I said, "Yeah, because hey. I'm not. I didn't raise no criminal. If you're gonna go you out there and, and create a crime, then you're not my son. You know, so, you so the right you're stuff. somebody else. Because I didn't raise no criminal. Like I, I told law, him straight out, pay. you don't see me out there breaking the law." So why should you? And then he stopped, started thinking about it. You're like, hold on. Yeah, man. Don't play yeah. around. Don't play if around. I do this, he's going to get me in. Hold on. <laughs> I better not do it. Don't do it's it. No, it's, no, it's nothing good to do in this. No, it's like I tell my I tell my kids, Yo, you don't see me drinking, right? No. You don't see me smoking, right? No. And you don't see me you know, out there breaking the law. I don't expect you to be doing any of that stuff because I didn't raise you that way. You got you, you raise them to be better, you know, better in life. Follow God to do something for themselves and to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. to serve the Lord, you know, because I know you, you take them with you to the when we go preach outside with the minister, yeah, with Samaritano. You know, you t you always take them and show them. I have to, I you have know, to. and I and I love when your little the little one. He go out there to people and give them a, a track, you know. <laughs> he go, he go, he pursue it, man. He go out there and he like here, <laughs> you know. He goes out I like and just that, give you know, it to he, him. No, yeah. You know, it make you feel good, you know. Yeah. He's good. not scared. He just goes and no. does it. And you see the big smile in his face when he does it. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. But you got all the kids, you, you know, these teenagers, they feel so afraid to do that. Why? Yeah, because it's not cool. You know? They'd rather play Fortnite. Ah! <laughs> they rather play Fortnite. Right, Ricky? 
No, I don't play that Fortnite. I, I don't play Fortnite. You know, I like to play games. I, I like games. You know. For for Something those of you out there, uh, Rick, I'm a gamer. Ricky's a gamer. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I always like crack Fortnite. on him for, for, for I don't doing like that. Fortnite. I'm always busting his chops. He likes you know, to sometimes play it's good. You know, sometimes <laughs> you put God first, and you know, sometimes you got some little free time. You know, it doesn't say that you're doing something wrong because I don't, I don't, I don't see that you're doing it wrong. You know, I'm spending the time, you know, I'm spending the time home. I'm being home. I'm not in the street, you know, with some other people. We'll, we'll, do. we'll pray for you, Ricky. We'll pray for you. <laughs> lately, lately, I'm playing less lately. Yeah. Oh man. It's like, but always remember, put God first. Amen. And you know, God had used me through the game to talk to people through the game, and it's been a blessing, also. You know, that's right, because uh, Ricky be preaching while he be playing. Oh, yeah, I'll be talking <laughs> to them like, God, they know that, they already that, know. That's something you gotta, you gotta record one day. Uh, you know, it's hard to record because the way that they talk. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, they, they, there's a lot of foul mouths up there, yeah. You know, well, I would tell about God, and you know, one day I had a heated conversation with one of the guys because I think he's one of those santeros. Oh, okay. You know, okay. he like to vega con brujería. Yeah, the santeria and, and witchcraft. Yeah, for those who don't know, santeros. Oh, it's, it's this form of witchcraft. Yeah, all those lies. Wow. Then they say that that's. It is from God. No, it's not, man. God don't tell you to go put a candle for a, a saint or something, man. A candle, a cigar, a coconut, yeah. coins, a glass of water, all kinds Ooh. of weird stuff. I had a friend that, that was pretty close to me at, at, at a point. I mean, I, I didn't grow up with him or anything, but he was a friend of mine for, I would say, four or five years, and he deeply got into that. And he tried real hard to get me into this. And this is before I found the Lord. And I used to see all this stuff that he used to do. And I looked oh, at him and, and I'm like. And, and it's easy to get in if you don't got the Lord with you. Yeah, it's no, it, it is. It is. He had all these weird beads. He said oh, they yeah, were they for like, protection and for Mira, This bead could protect you for this. This one could protect you from that. This could protect you even for a bullet. <laughs> like, like, oh, on, my goodness. It's, come it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I remember him going through all that. And the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, you're doing this to please these things, these demons that you're working with. That's all you're doing. I you're said, not pleasing God. I asked him, so what happens when you don't do it anymore? Do they get mad at you? Do they turn around and attack you? And he couldn't answer me. He just stood quiet. And I said, you know what? Because I, they do. I looked at him and I said, I don't want no part of that because... <laughs> I, they 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 do they make your life miserable yeah no he it, it breaks my heart to say this but right now i've been trying to locate him he's disappeared uh i call contact with some old friends from from back then and they haven't heard from this guy and uh the last time i saw him was about three four maybe five years ago and he was not doing good at all he he was not doing good at all. He was he was in pretty bad shape. He suffered from all kinds of uh, 
so situations you know he his his they, they start putting like uh medical terms it, it's it's real it's rough not medical man terms. it's not it's medical demons it is demons his girlfriend he had a girlfriend in the other room he was at his house one day and uh he was in another room and you know they, he wasn't mr nice guy either you know what i mean he was in another room i think he was in the bedroom and his girlfriend was in the living room doing something or the dining room he was in the bedroom cleaning a gun that he had and as he cleans he's cleaning his gun there's a bullet in the chamber and the the gun just goes as he shoots and the wow. bullet goes through the door and kills his girlfriend in the other room wow this was a big situation that you know it was in the courts and all kinds of commotion. people were calling him a murderer but they let him go because you know it was a freak accident i think he was just charged for the illegal possession of the weapon but according to what they saw with the evidence and the hole going through the door and all that stuff they realized that no it, it, it clearly was an accident he was cleaning the gun in the other room and he pulled it was an accident that could have never happened yeah. yeah but you know this was after that whole commotion of him messing with these santeria and all this witchcraft and his situation got bad it got mm -hmm. bad he was fine before that but after that he was a disaster yeah man it's it is crazy he, you know he, i had that hated conversation with that guy and I decided not to play with him no more. Mm. Like, nah. I could probably hit him the same chap. I would probably say hi to him. Yeah. But since that day, I've been keeping my distance. Like, because the way that he was talking, I know it wasn't him. Oh, wow. You know, he started saying, I don't believe in this. I don't believe in that. And it's a point. When you start saying you don't believe in, in the Bible, you know, right there, we're going to go at it because I believe everything's in the Bible. Hmm. I, I do believe everything's in the Bible. I believe that God wrote it and that it's there for us so we can learn. You know, he's, that's the way that he also talks to us, you know. So we, you know, don't come at me and say, trying to disrespect God, you know. Because you, your believing is not the same as mine. You know, yeah. I'm not disrespecting you. Yeah. You know, everybody got the believing. Like my family, my mother-in-law. You know, I live with my in-laws, and they Catholic. You know, and now they're están in la Cuarema. I don't say. I don't know how you say it. What English. is that? Uh, the forty days they do. Oh. They, they have to. They have to fast for forty days. Something. Oh wow. But I was like, it's not easy to call it uh, a diet <laughs> or not <laughs> eating pork or not eating meat, you know? Yeah. And so, you don't fast that way, you know? The way to fast is the way that you go with the Lord and you're sicker, you know? Don't tell your neighbor that you fasting, you know? Yeah, the praying and fasting is something to be done in secret. That's between secret, you and the Lord. You know? That's with the it's Lord, not a, you know? It's not supposed to be a whole community thing or you letting yeah, everybody know that this is what you're doing. They're trying to say they're trying to be like Jesus, that he he fasted for 40 days. 
Or, but he didn't. Yeah, but he didn't eat nothing. He didn't eat anything. You know, the days, devil tempted nights. him. The devil tempted him with the rock. He said, if you're the son of God, man, you know, make this rock into bread. What he said to him? He said, um, he said, man, he said? man should not live by bread alone, but by every oh, word of that. Uh, hey, man. man should not live by bread alone, but by every word oh my goodness but by every word of god man shall not live by bread alone but by every word, word of god, of god. Yes, but. <laughs> you know the teaching the teaching the the doctrine that they're giving to this you know to these people is it's a lie sometimes you know they want to make them believe how the virgin mary uh, the virgin mary it is the virgin mary that you know that's we have to we, we I know we have to respect that he's the mother of Jesus. But for me, personally for me, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry if I'm gonna offend somebody with what I say, I'm sorry. For me alone, she's just the mother of Christ. That was her purpose, and that's what she had to do. She's not above Jesus. No, not at all. That's you why know? Jesus never called her mother. He called her woman. You know, she's not above him. And, and even with the with the daughter of apostles, they're not above Jesus. So I don't know why people go and be like, put a candle to Peter. You know what I'm saying? Peter, oh, oh you're going to take me from this. No, he's not. Peter can't hear your prayers. He's dead. Yeah. Just he's go dead. One he's, way only. One way only. He's in heaven, and there's he does not hear prayers nor answer them because he's not God. He already did his job when he was when he was on, when he was here, on the earth. Know. That's it. He did his job. He made his purpose. The only one could make all the purpose right now is Jesus. Mm -hmm. People should understand that everything is Jesus. Nah not nobody else that's right you know it's only one way nobody go to the father it's not for jesus christ so people somebody when they say la virgen guadalupe <laughs> it's not such la, it's la, not la virgen fatima and la yeah. virgen this and la virgen that yeah. and you know it's not such thing that there has it has to be a biblical base to it even if it's not biblical no it is not, it's not when you see in the then it's not true. when the bible says virgen guadalupe Nothing, nowhere, nowhere. Nowhere. It's something that man created. I'm sorry if I get offended. I'm sorry, but that's my point of view, and that's the point that I see it. And regarding it's only one way. And regarding what Mary said, there's a thing that Mary says about Jesus anyway. She says, "Do everything that he says." When they were asking, when they came to Jesus and told him that they ran out of wine and then G mary turns around and says go over to go over to jesus and do everything that he says you gotta go to him not to me you know he's the one who's gonna do it he's the one who's gonna make you oh my god that was the first miracles one of the first miracles that he did oh man and, they, and then they're trying to say they didn't drink, but he created the best wine ever. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. 
<laughs> so it's a lot of stuff that people just, you know, sometimes men want you to do so many stuff that it's not what God told you to do. It's not biblical. It's not biblical. Yeah. There's so many things, things taken out of context, things added in as a church tradition and church history. It, yeah. There's so many things. And that's why the, the Roman Catholic Church can't stand that concept of sola scriptura where it, we only when we go by the scriptures alone they, they no, can't I know, stand I know, I know you got people out there say but why can I drink it's not why you can't drink you know because the bible saying that you cannot drink you know it's saying not to get drunk yep you know but the thing is is that your witness why are you gonna go for if why are you gonna go for your witness you know where are you gonna go where something that get you destroyed back in the day why are you gonna go at it again if you're feeling so good without it? Exactly. You know. You the thing is this: it's it's not that you're not supposed to drink. Is that you're not supposed to get drunk. drunk. You can have a glass of wine with your dinner. You can have a glass of wine for any kind of stomach issues that you may have. Yeah. But you're not supposed to get drunk. Now, if yeah. you originally come from a situation where you're an alcoholic. That's something you can you should not be drinking. You'd be better off just leaving it alone because if you allow yourself to drink that glass of wine, knowing that you you came from that sin or from that situation or that addiction, it will be bad. It, the devil will the devil jump in on that so uh, hard. Yes, I got him. Yes, <laughs> the devil will jump in on that so hard and will drag you right back to your addiction. I mean, yes. this is where, like, like we said earlier, that in every sin, or no, no, not sin. In every temptation, God always has a way out for you, mm-hmm. and that way out would be for you to say, "No, thanks. No, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather have a juice or cranberry juice, the lemonade. Give me some water. You know, just don't and even always, tempt yourself. Don't let don't let yourself get tempted by it. And always remember." If you're with family and then you say you're a Christian, they're always they're gonna judge you right away to see you with that beer or that wine. <laughs> they will so, judge especially if you're if you're irresponsibly drunk. Me, I'm personally I don't drink. But if I do I, drink, it would be wine. I would not go for beer because wine would be the closest thing to me that that's from God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would not touch beer, I would not touch any cognac or rum or anything like that i don't mess with that but look and and with me with me saying this ricky i don't drink i haven't had a drink in years but my wife and i maybe i would say three years ago to celebrate our anniversary we had a bottle of wine between me and her alone privately that's it on our not in public not out there with family just me and her alone just and sitting down sitting down house, having a conversation we're reminiscing about old times we talk about how we met and how beautiful things are and how god bless us with our kids and we'll sip yeah. on, we'll sip wine but we That's don't it. go out clubbing dancing getting nah. getting destroyed and somebody got to carry us back home no 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 we're not about no, that no, 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 no. we're not about that it's like if you put a white dress and go to the mud no, yeah, I wanna go. Hey, I wanna go through there. Exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. 
you know, go through that. See how how dirty you're gonna come out you, the other you, side. You, Even though if you wasn't going for to be dirty, you, but you're gonna come out dirty. You'll come out dirty. You'll come, you're out, dirty. come out dirty. No matter what. That's why I don't I don't go clubbing. You know, I don't do none of those stuff. I stopped doing that. You know, long time ago, years ago. And you know, and I'm glad that we could talk about this. This is stuff that we have to talk, man. <laughs> you know, talk like this so people can understand. You know, we not robots, and we not. It's just things you know, that, like, I, like you know, it's things that we go through, and it's something yeah. that I would love. I love to Some, share this with the public because, you know, we are human beings. We, we are something that sometimes we don't know. We we got all this stuff in our mind. Who we could talk to? You know, how we can express ourselves about this, you know. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching the fight, uh, the heavyweight fight. Oh, it's uh, Furious. Fury, Fury and, and Wilder. That's yeah. funny that we're talking about that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, I went with my cut with my brother-in-law. He invited me to one of his friend's house, mm-hmm. an Irish guy. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to have a lot of drinks. Oh, Irish. Irish guy. Yeah. Okay. But... When we got there, that they only have a few beers and stuff. My brother-in-law, he bought me soda because he knows. He know I don't drink. Oh, that's nice of him. But it, you know, he bought he he bought like two two liter coke and some French fry, not French fry, on chips and cake and stuff for me. Nice. I was like, thank you. That's that's nice of him. That's that's but respect. Point, that's that's respect right there. I like that's, that. Yeah, you know, it was. I felt so glad. You know, I felt so good. And, you know, he think about me. And, but the problem was when we got there, we was in another room of his house. He, he lived in one of those apartment buildings in Hoboken. Mm-hmm. It's one of money guys, you know? Okay. So it's like a theater room. I was like, wow, this is nice. <laughs> Watching <laughs> a fire in a big screen. But he had no cups. Oh, wow. Because no everybody was drinking, what, out of cans or bottles? bottles of you know they have beers you know <laughs> were you sipping out of the two liter bottle by yourself no oh. no they, i was like oh my god i i need to bring this down because i was eating a pizza and then my brother-in-law was like oh i got no cup and i don't want to drink he was like i don't want to drink either because i don't drink like that that's why we you know i brought these sodas also <laughs> and i was like is no water he was like no i was like well Sorry, God. It's nothing to drink. I got to bring this down. I had to, you know, grab a beer. But I didn't even drink it all. I sip a little bit. It was so nasty. <laughs> I, it was nasty, I think what, what you should It was a bottle? Yeah. I think what you should have done was pour out the bottle or let somebody drink it and then <laughs> clean it out real quick, rinse it out, and then pour the soda in there. No, but the thing is, I didn't. I drink like two sips, brought the down the pizza down, and I just left it there. I didn't even touch it no more because it's something that I don't do no more. And it was nasty. It's not the same. It's not, it's it, not it's the like same. when something and I was like Henneken, oh my god, I used to drink this when I was a drinker, in, you know. In high school. I used to have like five <laughs> cases of this in oh, a night, geez. you know, like nothing. With the boys. <laughs> but now it was so nasty. And me and my brother-in-law, we just look at each other like, this is nasty. We do, I only drink like two sips to bring down. 
then he finds some water bottles. He went and cleaned them out, and he poured me the soda uh, in there. See, see. As soon as he brought me that soda, I just like look. look. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking that soda like oh, water. Man. Man. I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Oh, there we go. There we go. That was, so, that was your brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah, he's off the hook. Yeah, he's man, he's awesome. <laughs> he's cool. He really are. Wow. So we enjoy, you know, watch a fight. They had their drink. Me, I didn't have no drink. So we, you know, the point that I want to say is that we could, even though they they doing their stuff, but you don't have to do it. You know, you don't have to do it. But I'm not saying to go in club, you know, to go to a clubbing. Nah, man. It's, it's, too if it's much, a too much private event in a house or something, you know. Sometimes you want to spend time with your friends. They're not serving the Lord also, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you don't do it because you don't want to miss the situation. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's a good thing. But you can end up talking, you know. You end up preaching. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I gotta tell but you a story one day. Of, uh, sometimes getting comfortable, too much uncomfortable that you just want to get the hell out, the heck of, out of there. Yeah, man. But one day yeah. I gotta tell you a story. But we'll do that next time. But yeah. uh, I gotta tell you a story that happened to me when I went to a friend's house with my wife, and they were all drinking, and we were just sitting there, and an opportunity came to preach the gospel, and oh, believe me, all oh, it all just came apart. It became a mess. Some people listen. But, you know, I, you know, we we pray that, you know, what happened that day did not go in vain. But it's like you said, there's certain moments where you just want to get out of there or it's just not it's, meant to be. Yeah. I, I feel uncomfortable sometimes. I made the attempt anyway. No, I wasn't uncomfortable. It was the people that were some of the people that were there was uncomfortable. The, you, there was some hardcore atheists there. But I, <laughs> that, that'll be for another podcast. Another one. But Rich, Ricky, we're going to have to close this one off. Because uh, I gotta pack up myself over here and <laughs> get ready to go. I gotta pick <laughs> oh, up my kids yeah. soon. We've been uh, well, oh my god, almost two hours. But the, <laughs> but any last words you have for the listeners? Just to, if you haven't repented yourself, do it. Accept Jesus Christ your Savior, and you will see how different your life is gonna be. How different it's gonna be. Uh, I think um, in Proverbio, Proverbio 16, del 1 al 3. Mm -hmm. Proverbs. Is, uh, Proverbs 16, from 1 to 3. I'm gonna read it in Spanish. No, go ahead, go ahead. This is, a, this, this is a bilingual <laughs> station. I'm gonna look it up. It's one of my favorite verses. You know, try, I always try to apply it for myself. You know, and it's so good. It's in, in Proverbios 16, the um, verse 1, 2, and 3, and verse 9. He said, La palabra es en el nombre del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. Del hombre son las disposiciones del corazón, mas de Jehová es la respuesta de la lengua. Todos los caminos del hombre son limpios en su propia opinión, pero Jehová pesa los espíritus. Encomienda a Jehová tus obras 
y tus pensamientos serán afirmados. En verse 9, el corazón del hombre piensa su camino. El corazón del hombre piensa su camino. Mas Jehová endurece, endureza, endereza sus pasos. That verse 9, everything, you know, your, your heart can, you know, think everything about your walk, but let, if you don't put it into God's hand, hmm. you would do nothing, man. Let, let me read it in English. Go ahead. This is Proverbs 16 from the King James Version. It says here, and we're going to go from 1 to 3, chapter 16, 1 to 3, and then verse 9. It says, the preparation of the heart in man. And the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord waiteth the spirit. Commit the to the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. And then we go on to verse 9, and it says, A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. He do, man. He do is nothing... It's nothing that we can do if we don't put him first. Just put him first in everything, man. Mm -hmm. You know, like everything, everything they do, every step that you want to do in your life, anything that you want to do different in your life, you know, for your family, for yourself. You know, if you're trying to get a new job, try to get a new house, you want to move, ask the Lord, put the Lord and wait for the answer. Don't do it before the answer, you know, don't do it before the answer. And I bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me here. No, no, thank you, man. It was man. a pleasure. <laughs> it it was you. great, man. Yeah, this was, was fun. Great. This was fun. Uh, I would like to have me back another day whenever you you want to. I'm open. You Thank know, you. my schedule is always open. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, you well, for well, everybody, I like to thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast. And we'd like to thank Ricky for joining us today. We had a great time. It's been a blessing, and we pray that the Lord would give us the opportunity of talking it up, chatting it up again, because it's definitely. Uh, is very productive spiritually yes. filling and productive we touched so good, many man. topics I, man. I know i'm gonna have a great afternoon <laughs> I know i'm gonna have a great afternoon amen amen <laughs> i will praise god and uh everybody god bless and have a good day have a good day people god bless hey everybody thank you for listening to this episode of free in christ radio until next time, this is your brother Darwin. Peace and God bless you.